Hello and welcome to episode 88. Two fat ladies. Of the BitSocket podcast. I'm Scott White, the haircut noticer. <laughs> and I'm Joe Merrick, the haircut haver. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a haircut yesterday. No, you can you can hear it in your voice. You sound, light, <laughs> you sound lighter. You know, actually, I did feel lighter afterwards. Yeah. It, was only, it was only one month of hair growth and yet I gave the hairdresser a new carpet. Anyway, this is our first mm-hmm. podcast of the new year. So, happy new year. Happy 2020 to you all. I uh, hope you've what you had a good one so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, sorry. You had the bright idea that instead of starting the podcast in the usual manner, mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about games that we're, we're looking, looking forward, forward to. to. Well, if you can do a highlights of games you've been playing. Can, I just, quick, can I just quickly mention... Talk about Shenmue 3? Yeah, of course you can. No. It's just a, Argos were selling like... <laughs> what? Can I just quickly mention Argos? <laughs> is this like a do- is this Episode like, sponsor. Uh, is this like the mattress thing? Joe. No. Have you ever... No. <laughs> how well do you sleep in no, Argos? No, I went to Argos to get yeah. Tokyo Mirage Session cheap right mm-hmm. because it was the cheapest place I could find it but they were selling off like a bunch of 3DS games for cheap mm-hmm. I remember you you had said something about this a while yeah ago. Some, someone I think had tweeted us saying oh hey they picked up anyway I think it was a game that we talked about they right. picked up really cheap anyway, on 3DS I got WarioWare Gold mm-hmm. for 4 quid I thought you already had it no I had that was the, the Rhythm Heaven, mm. Heaven game which is yeah. <laughs> your, your glasses just steamed up for you <laughs> anyway but uh, no so I just wanted to mention it's, it's great I mean, I love the WarioWare games, but it's it's a great game. It's, a great game. it's great. Yeah. What you do is you go in and, and you look at the catalogue, right? <laughs> and you pick what you want out of the catalogue. And you pay right. for it and they bring I it down like, from the warehouse. You know what? I, I was genuinely thinking, like, this is a really good business model they've got. That's why the, it's a really good business no, model. That's why they've, they've shot a few of them. No, 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 but the thing is, no, Argos are doing fairly well, actually. Are no, like, Are they in, not one of those places that treat the staff quite badly? No, Didn't they But all? that wouldn't bother you, though, because you're... <laughs> what? Okay. What am I? Well, you're like, I mean, I watched that um, personal history of David Copperfield last night. Yeah. And there's, a, there's the guy who like runs the, the it's like the, the bottle blacking. Um, and the guy who runs the, the kind of shop floor who's really unpleasant to the children, I thought, that would be Joe. <laughs> unpleasant to children? You see me with Jamie? Hmm. You see me with Hannah? I'm good to Hannah. Hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, what, what games are you looking forward to um, this year? Well, I'll just quickly say what games I've been playing very briefly then. Right. Since Go on. Uh, so, uh, let's see, uh, Pokemon Sword. No, just playing that one. You don't have to name one. Okay, Pokemon Sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know what the big one is. Final Fantasy yep, Seven, seven uh, mm-hmm. remake. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm actually quite happy that it's been delayed because I'm actually playing through the original Final Fantasy Seven right now, and I bought Crisis Core for the PSP because I want to try and get all the compilation stuff done before I go into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which suits us because we are planning a wee special podcast aren't we we are we've had, we're pushing it back a month well yeah we're pushing it back <laughs> a month yeah but we're, we're going to do it in February but I think we're going to do it in March now um, so yeah we're, we're going to do a special podcast all about Final Fantasy 7 mm-hmm. and also all the compilation stuff as well yeah. so me you what, what do you mean by do you mean companion no the compilation you know remember 10 years at, ten years later they released Advent Children mm-hmm. uh, Crisis Core uh, Dodge of Cerberus and all that no but do you know so that it's, it's officially called the compilation of Final Fantasy VII. But it's not a compilation, though, is it? But, but if it's called, that's what it's called. All right, that's right. Yeah. Okay, it's right. Gen- that's like what Square call it. They call it the compilation of Final Fantasy VII. That's called the companion pieces. No, it's called comp- it's, it's, no. Anyway, anyway right. so we're doing the companion pieces. We're doing the whole thing, right? Uh, me, you, uh, Andy, and Barry. We're, who we're, we're not watching Advent Children again, are we? We've already done that. No, but we don't need to watch. No, all I've, right, thank fuck. We'll talk about it. Though. I've seen it too many uh, times. We'll talk about it. Though. We're going to talk about the highs and lows of the entire thing. Yeah, anyway, okay. So, but it's the four of us again. Remember, Remember if it's been on a t-shirt. <laughs> 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 
remember a couple of years ago, the four of us did a special Final Fantasy podcast where we rated all the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, what one came number one? Final Fantasy VII. Was it seven? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, I mean, in the room, but not in the room. I know it's not. I mean, I know fifteen's my favorite, but seven is the best one. I've, after playing, I've gotten further in it now than I've had before. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand why folk love it so much. It's just a great game. Anyway, but we'll talk about it more. Yeah. Later. So yeah, the big the Final Fantasy VII remake is the game that I'm looking forward to the think most. Think we're getting breath. Think we're getting breath of the wild two this year. That'll be Christmas. I mm-hmm. almost guarantee. I, I can't guarantee it. Yeah. I was about to say. Hagar and Fisher. Do you remember that from the Scott and Joe show when you were Michael Fish and you said <laughs> no? That was your like catchphrase when you were Michael Fish doing Fischett. the weather. Well, I mean, that's that's yeah. funny. That's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hagar yeah. and Fisher. Yeah. Anyway, but um, I can barely remember <laughs> yeah. what I said yesterday to people. Yeah. Anyway, so um, that's the, aye, that's the, so the for big me one. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Animal Crossing. Really looking forward to that. Um, oh, I keep forgetting it's not out yet. And um, my uh, Ali got a Switch Lite as well so we've both got switch lights I so saw that I met her at the Silverburn the other day and showed me sitting playing it she let, let me handle it they are I'm hoping the switch light <laughs> um, it's, it's, a, it's really nice um, yeah. I'm very impressed I thought it was great I thought it was much much easier to hand like carry than a big switch like yeah. playing in handheld mode because I need, I, I need to feel like I need to support my hands when mm-hmm. I'm playing in handheld mode with a big switch yeah. because it's not there's not really enough there to hold on to yeah. you know but I play my Switch at home on the telly more yeah. than you, as in most See, of the time. Yeah, right? even even when I had, because I, I um, say I've got side graded yeah. to um, a light purely because of, hey, the battery life on my original Switch was just done. I said I don't get that, my Switch is I don't fine. know, I just one of those. Been a yeah, you, maybe you could have got a, a, re, a, a, mm. a replacement for that. But I quite like, but because I commute quite a lot, Mm. The smaller one suits me more anyway. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I'm probably just going to have that until the Switch yeah, Pro comes say, out. Then I'm just going to trade it towards yeah, the Switch you're gonna, Pro. You're going to miss the telly. Like, you're probably, miss. I mean, the thing is, at the moment, I mean, we sold our flat in Glasgow and I'm living at my in-laws, so I'm quite happy just to play yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. that. I've got the, the PS4 in yeah, another room somewhere, yeah. but um, it's... It doesn't bother me, but right. no, I like having it on the go. Yeah. Playing a lot of The Witcher Three on it, which is no, it was nice. I just, I, I was thinking, it was nice, but I would miss being able to play it. Just hmm. even, just even as an option to yeah. play it on the telly. I know? think it d- depends on what you're into. Yeah, but um, let's see. So, but uh, Switch Pro is one of the things I've put down because we know it's coming. We know it's coming. Yeah, it will definitely coming. Um, Vanquish and Bayonetta. I've kind of focused very much yes. on stuff I know is coming quite soon. Aye, that, that'll, I'll, uh, just, I'm definitely going to get that. Mm. I, I'm not too bothered about having Bayonetta again because I've got the Wii U version. A lot of people have been saying that recently, but I think it's because Bayonetta has like, I mean, I've got the Switch version of Bayonetta and yeah. I had it on Wii U yeah. and I had it on PS3 yeah. and I had it on but Xbox. But like the Wii U version is pretty much perfect as it is. Mm-hmm. So the Switch version is exactly yeah. the same. You don't really need, in fact, it's a bit of a downgrade because you lose you lose all the Nintendo costumes in it. No, they're in it. And the PS4 version? Oh no, sorry, I, I thought you meant the Switch version. No, sorry, you're not going to be able to play uh, as Samus and Link. Yeah, and but I don't know if maybe is there a fidelity thing that will be de- like because are these not no, like 4K? 4K but I mean, so I mean that's that's the trade off would be like well you're not getting this but you're getting that. I think that. most people would prefer more features than more pixels in a game. You know what I mean? I think I think you've become detached from what modern video games really are, well. I most I I don't know. I most people wasn't the best game of the last decade, The Last of Us or something. Mm-hmm. A game that has one feature and it's stabbing <laughs> monsters. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Everyone's different, obviously. Yeah. But, but Vanquish, uh, though, that's the one that's... I Vanquish is the one that yeah. I'm like, I can't wait to... I, I love Vanquish. Yeah. And when it's finished after an hour, I'll still be there. <laughs> also, I mean, you know what would be really nice? A wee, a wee Bain of the Domain? Love it. A wee Bain of the Domain remaster? That would be, mm-hmm. be nice. Come on, Sega. If you're going to do Vanquish... You just need to... I, I think the way Sega will do it is Yakuza 8 will just have it as a... 
mini game. The whole, <laughs> a whole binary domain will be available as a mini yeah. game yeah. in Yakuza Eight. Yeah, well, um, that's the other big one. I hadn't even written that yeah. down, but yeah, Yakuza, Yakuza 7, Seven out now in Japan. Yeah, I, I've not I've, really seen right. many people talk about reviews. I've no, I've 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 uh, watched the review on YouTube mm-hmm. of a guy that's played it. He loves it. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's great. Um, he thinks that it's just different. You know, the battle system. People have been asking him. Like, you know, who'd you like better? The old, the old battle system, the new battle system, what's better? And he's yeah. like, listen, they're both good. They're just different, okay? Yeah. And I can understand my folk. There's nothing wrong with We've that. We've said this, but I can understand my folk are not into it as a turn-based thing, right? Yeah, it, but, if, if you're really not into yeah. GRPGs. And it's a shame for you if you're, because, mm. you know, if you've just gotten into Yakuza games, you're like, oh, God, it's a turn-based game. But See if you've only just got into Yakuza games. You've got about fucking eight games <laughs> you can know, play right now that have that fight system. So, no, I've, I've, heard, I've heard good things. I think some people are saying that feels a bit boring at first mm-hmm. but as with all yakuza games the more you explore the yeah. more techniques you learn the more you put into the more you get out and you know what's, what specifically what i read that was quite good is that mm-hmm. you, you know you can change jobs in it but you can yeah. carry over specific moves from one job oh, to another right, so it's cool. not like you're locked into one mm-hmm. like if you change you, you've locked into one move set or whatever so no, yeah. it, looks, it looks quite clever i'm really looking forward to yeah, it yeah no i'm yeah. really i think it looks good Wait, when's it out over here have they given no, it a, not given a time release, frame no release date yet maybe June-ish, maybe? I think it'll be closer to Christmas. I think really? it'll be October. I'd hope it'd be closer than that. Yeah. Because we know that they've obviously already started translating it. Yeah, but they've still got... But um, there's a lot to do, obviously. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a wee thing. And they're still, they're still translating Yakuza 5. Was there not rumours as well... I don't know if it was that when there was talk about it having an English dub. That's not happening. It's not going to happen. Mm, I can't remember what I'd seen, but if someone had mentioned that like, there, there was talk about it, because the one in Judgment did quite well, but mm. if they decide to do an English dub, then it'll take much longer. Oh, so I mean, if they're going to do an English dub... Lot. Majima's in it. That means big Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill back. Yeah. I wonder if he would. I know. Do you want to come back to it's that? It's a shame Shimano's not in it anymore for Michael Madsen doing his star turn. In fact, <laughs> in fact, Kazma's in it. Get, Mike, get Lex Luthor back off the... No, back I, off. Lex Luthor was um, thingy. Uh, Nishiki. Oh, was he? Who, oh, he played? Just some voice actor okay. guy. He wasn't oh, like a really, famous oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, right, he was Michael, really good though. Michael Michael I, I thought the English... I, honestly, I'm, I really like the English dub for the first Yakuza. I know it's got its it's, detractors, quite, but it's quite cute. You watch it and you think that's quite. It's the start. It's the it's the it's the, it's the translation. That I said down. There's too many, too much written yeah. in it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It suits it. My yeah. favorite, my favorite line in it was when you know when the big crowd of Yakuza are coming up to uh, Kazuma and he's like, mm. "Step the fuck up! It's time to die." <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's amazing. It's really good. Anyway. I'm, I'm looking forward to like looking up who the voice actor was for Kazuma and being someone really famous after. No, it's well, not. It's just a voice, it not, it's just right, some voice remember, actor. Remember, like. For our bonus podcast, we both did, for our Halloween, we did something that scared each other. Yeah. And you dismissed the director of The Witches as just, like, some no-name. And we looked up and was like, actually, no, he's significantly <laughs> like, just some no-name jobbing director. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk, whatever. Every, all the games everyone else is <laughs> looking forward to. Oh, Crunch, though, eh? Crunch. Ugh, it, Every game does it. Like... The thing is, it's... I, I, I agree that I think it is a bad... Uh, fundamentally, of course, it is a bad thing that people are being, I wouldn't say forced, but there's probably n- not much in the way of options. Because I've worked in jobs where people would come up to you and like you're working away and they're like, right, so um, everyone's going to do an extra half hour, an extra hour, how much can we put you down? For? You know what I mean? And it's not positioned in a way that makes yeah. it feel optional. And when you opt out, it's, oh, oh, well, it really could help at the guy. Like, you know what I mean? It's Again, you're not told you have to do it, but you're left with, not much in the way of options. So, personally speaking, I would rather, like, I would rather they just said with games rather than saying like, right, it's out in March 
the blah 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 they just start going with like quarters they say right we're going to release this game at this quarter and that gives well, them a bit more yeah. leeway no but then you see like games six months out nine months out before so before they've gone gold they'll, they'll say right get your pre-orders in 22nd of March which is fair a lot of them get a lot of games do but I think get delayed. I imagine there must be a point where like my work's dealing with a massive big project it was very obvious that we weren't going to hit the deadline mm. from a while ago now they've finally said right we're going to move that Um and it's like, well, I, I can't imagine that when you're making a video game, stuff like that doesn't feel kind of obvious. And obviously you think, well, we'll push the guys, but I don't know. I think eventually we're going to hit a point where a game is going to get s- such a toxic amount of coverage about it due to how people are being treated that it is then going to start affecting well, the sales or something, which I think is the right thing. I, I, I think, honestly, if nothing Red Dead Redemption 2 is already such a huge scandal. It never affected it one bit, so... No, what I'm saying is, I hope eventually it does. I hope Aye. people maybe... But it won't it's a shame, because a lot yeah. of people <clears throat> speak very vocally about it, but no one votes for their wallet, which is always the, the bottom line Aye. with these things. Yes, I feel about it, right? I, I, it's, it's a creative industry, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're making something like a video game, which is this huge, complex, creative endeavour that involves hundreds and hundreds of people, like, there's no set formula about how long something's going to take, you have to use estimations, right? Mm-hmm. When it gets towards the end of the project, and you need to have an end date in sight, you know, otherwise you just, things mm-hmm. can just go on forever and ever. Shemu is almost like that. But that, right? that can be kept in, as an internal yeah. thing. You don't need to then announce that uh, at E3. But that's, that's not what the problem is. The problem is, it's when crunch becomes like a corporate strategy long-term, mm-hmm. it's fine short-term, right? Because it needs to happen now and again. Like, you know, everybody who works in the creative industry, like, I'm on television and I do late nights all the time. Mm. My point is, it's never a long term, you have to do, you have to say goodbye to your family for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. It's just like, when you're leading up to the end of a project, mm-hmm. it is expected in, in, in creative fields, you have to do a wee bit extra, to just, just to get over the line, right? That's fair enough in my opinion, it's kind of what you sign up for. But when it's, when it's employed long term as an actual strategy, mm-hmm. just to get things made at all, that's when it's a problem. And that's what I think the problem is with this cyberpunk. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's this like year-long crunch, mm-hmm. which is mental. Like three months tops. You know, it makes but, sense. But I think the thing is, if, the problem is, I think it's one of those practices that if you open the door to it, then people who are in the upper echelons of any company are going to see it as the solution. So it's kind of like yeah, when... No, but it, it, it's, 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 it, no I, I get what you're yeah. saying is that used um, pragmatically as a short term, like, oh, right, we really need to push the next week we're going to really whatever, or next month. Understand that as mm. like a short term kind of like, right, this is this will definitely get us over the line. Mm. But when a game is pushed back, say, six months, and they're like, right, the next five months are going to be this, that's a very easy way yeah, for mental, project yeah. managers to be like, well, actually, this is our get out, this is our get out of jail yeah. card is we're going to use these people's time. And the, the sad thing is that while I, while I understand what you're meaning, obviously across, not even the creative industries, anything that involves deadlines and pushes up, there's always going to be an amount of that. Mm. But the, the bottom line is it comes down to the human cost. And the yeah. human cost is time, the one thing. Yeah. That you can't, like, when you're on your deathbed or whatever, the last thing you're going to think is, I'm really glad I really spent an extra three months doing everything I could to do one yeah, thing no, that maybe no, but I'm saying, I, no, I just what I'm like, saying is what I'm saying is it needs to happen right for at least for, for short term get get things over the line but I end. think the problem is it's not just you short term and as, yeah. it, that's it as soon that's as what, you that's exactly what I said I know but <laughs> what I'm saying is like it's almost like by allowing by by doing it a wee bit people are always going to take the piss the no, further up I, someone is I know I, you I know what you're saying though, but 
we could just live in a world where like things are better project managed. But that's nah, maybe, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm in saying. an ideal world. Anyway, but uh, it's just it has to happen. It's just it's a shame that and and pretty ridiculous that it ends up being this long term thing that people live in for their entire mm. jobs. Which is just I don't know, sort of sad reflection on the way things are. But mm. luckily, Yakuza never uses crunch. <laughs> like. They use the same assets every game. <laughs> they just sit in their ass a wee year like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with the show. <laughs> Scott, have you been keeping up to date with the news recently? Always. What big news events have happened? Well, right now, obviously, if you go on any website, it's all about the is it coronavirus. <clears> just before <throat> that. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean how up to date was a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah like um, maybe earlier the week, late, late last week when I was writing features. All right. Um, big news last week was the beginning of the impeachment. Oh, that, we almost had a feature about that, but I couldn't, <laughs> but I couldn't think of anything funny. I couldn't find a good way to spin No, all over the papers, much to okay. everyone's annoyance. Mm-hmm. And even is this the Big Bang Bong? No, it's... Did I, even, did I even say any big, of those words right? The Big Bang Bong? No, it's uh, Harry and Meghan leaving the Royal oh, Family, makes it. of course. Megs it, of course. Megs it. Uh, the news that everybody is killing themselves about. <laughs> <laughs> but it got me thinking yeah. about video game royalty. So I'm going to name some video game characters. Yeah. And you're going to tell me whether they're royal or not. Right, okay. Right, okay. Okay. Cause they're not, cause they're, honestly, mm. some of them are quite confusing. Right? Okay, right. Uh, so, we'll start off easy. Right? right. Ganondorf. Is he royal or not? So, do we count the attainment of a title or does he have to be born into royalty? Uh, attainment's fine as well. So, is he not like the Prince of Thieves or something like that? Is that... <laughs> that's, that's Robin Hood. <laughs> that's Kevin Costner. <laughs> that's... Alibaba. Um... <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I'd say Ganondorf. Yep, he is. He took over, he took over Hyrule. Yeah. But he was already the king of the desert anyway because yeah. every hundred years there's a man born and they automatically become king. Yeah. Because that's the way the Grudo works. So it's pretty sexist, actually, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Right, okay. Uh, next. But he's pretty sexy, if you ask me. Uh, he is. Uh, uh, Ivy Valentine. Ivy Valentine. From? From Soul Calibur. From Soul Yeah, I was thinking that. Um, well, our, see, so our dad was like Cervantes, the dead pirate king. Yeah. But is that a hereditary title or? <laughs> um, no. No. But she was raised. She was raised by nobility. Yeah. But she wasn't. They weren't her real parents. Mm-hmm. It was Cervantes. Was a real Cervantes parent. Cervantes, yeah, pirate king. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a king. He was just a pirate. I he was like a. No, I mean he's like a king. leader, but he's not a king. All right. He's, like, he's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> zombies can't be kings. Right. Okay. Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts. Is that the wee girl? She's the girl with it. <clears throat> From the first one. Yeah, but all of them. Yeah. Well, I'm sure does she not get treated like a Disney princess? Yes. So yeah, I would yep. say she is she's royalty. a princess of hearts, so she's royalty. Yep. Princess of farts? Princess of hearts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Next one, number four. The Kooplings. Mm, so the Kooplings, I'm going to say no, and because they're cousins. Oh. Or does, well, I suppose that would... Mm. You know what? It's complicated, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag, it's complicated. Yeah. Yes, they are, right? Right, okay. But they've since been shunned from the family. Oh, right. Because originally, and for a long, long time, they were all children of King Cooper. Oh, right. I right. thought they were all cousins. Ah, yeah, but since then, they've changed it because they, they weren't in any games for a long time. Right. Shigeru Miyamoto puts it, Bowser's only child is Bowser Jr. Mm-hmm. And we do not know who the mother is. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, what do you call it? Coop exit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Coop exit, yeah. Uh, okay, two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dudley from Street Fighter. 
Dudley. Dudley. He's the, He's the boxing boxer. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh. He's a knight. He's, he's been subbed, but he's not mm-hmm. part of the Royal Family. Yeah, so. fair play. Yeah. Okay, last one. Okay. Co- Conquer. From Conquer's Bad Conquer's Fur Day. It's uh, too weird for him not to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's too, it's too odd a character. It's like Dudley as well, I suppose. Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, he is. Uh, at the end of Conquer's Bad Fur Day, after the, King Pan- uh, the Panther King is... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's killed actually. Uh, he's shoved onto the throne and put a crown and a crown's put on his head by everybody else because everybody's like, oh fuck it, somebody needs to be king. Nice. Yeah, but he's upset because his girlfriend was just killed. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, cool. there we go. That was uh, the the royal. I don't know what the name of that feature was, but the royal me. The royal, the royal we. But the royal we with two eyes. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're talking about our games that we're looking forward to yes. the most. And some of those games, of course, have now been delayed yeah, in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So, this is a new feature that I'm calling Pregnant Pause. Because we're all looking forward to that Avengers you game. You just talked we? over the name of the feature! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you slime bag! <laughs> pregnant Pause, yeah. You just fucking throw gems on the ground <laughs> like that! <laughs> this is a feature called Pregnant Pause. Here we're going to do from announcement to release what games had the longest gestation period. Oh, okay, that's good. Okay. Right, okay. So, so kind of games that are delayed, but also ones that are announced and that didn't come out. So the first yep. one um, is obviously we're just going to go with Duke Nukem Forever. Oh. Okay. So the way we're going to do this is you've got to tell me is the next game wh- was delayed lower. for more time or less time? Is it like Prince, is it Price is Right? Yeah, Price, Price, Price is right. right. I kept trying to think of a good way to do it, like pregnant, Pregnancy is Right, so, but I was like... <laughs> No, I'm going down, I've gone down, right. I've gone down the wrong path. Um, so, Duke Nukem Forever, obviously, mm. so it's not one before it. So, just as a wee aside, how long do you think Duke Nukem Forever was delayed? Ten years, wasn't it? That was a decade that it took. Fifteen years. Fifteen? Fifteen years. Plenty okay. Right. But, this next game, was it delayed for longer? Mm. Or not as long? Right. The next game is Too Human. Oh, uh, that was revealed at Space World 2000. Mm-hmm. And it released in two thousand. So it was shorter, seven years. Uh, it is shorter. It was nine years. Nine years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next, so Spore by Will Wright. Oh, so higher lower than nine. Higher years? lower. So was that delayed for longer, or was or, or was it was it uh, in development? So we're not talking about delays, but I, was it just stating for lo- longer for longer than, than two human? human. Uh, that was shorter. Mm-hmm. That was shorter. How much shorter do you think? I think it was, I think that was quite a. I mean, it's still a long time. I think that was about six years. That one. Eight years. Oh, for four. Oh, wow. Uh, right, so next. Spore. Remember that was meant to change everything? It did. And you remember? There's only one person I knew that played it, and that was Ross, our flatmate at the I time. I played it as well. Did just, you? All right, okay. I enjoyed it up till the point it became the space part, right, space which was the, the big bit. Right. I enjoyed it up to there. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Uh, Team Fortress 2. Oh. Was it in development for more than eight years? No, that was a short one. I'm sure. Nine years. What? Team really? Fortress Two was in development. For, it's, Who's that uh, look out? So it's apparently the way it's worked out is it's the game that Valve has had in development for the longest period of time was Team well, Fortress Two from announcement to it coming out. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. How is that even possible though? You, you have mental. to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how the future works. Um, so Team Fortress Two, nine years. Mm. Next, Diablo Three. Oh, that was a long one. That was like 12 years or something. It's 11 years, but you're right. 12 years a slave to Diablo. Um, So Diablo 3, L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir is shorter. 
I'd say eight years. Seven years? Seven Correct. years, yeah. You're doing well. I think you have you got everyone right so far? Yeah, I think you have. No, Team Fortress. I'm very I'm very good at Okay, last one. These things. <laughs> Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> Prey. Oh. Wait, which one? The original Prey. The original. Longer or shorter than early noir? Mm-hmm. You say longer. Longer. How much longer do you think? I think it was nine years. Eleven years. Eleven years. Prey was the original Prey was announced. Yeah. Eleven years before it came out. It went through multiple yeah. different companies, but Folk, well, that was from when when it announced to when it came out. I remember that because I remember back when I worked at Game Center. Folk mm-hmm. were talking about that. Yeah. And then it came out in the 360, finally. Eventually, that's yeah, when it first yeah. came out. But I think... It was meant to be PC for years, I think. There was very... I think very few of the things carried through. Aye, to yeah. final. It was like one of the first um, games, I think, the original, like when they first mm. shown off, that was using like portals and like yeah. throwing portals around and stuff like that. So, all apart from Team Fortress 2, yeah. you got them all right. But that is... What can uh, I say? From what I, can fi- from what I could find, um, Duke Nukem Forever is the longest. Yeah. From announcement to release, there's a few games as well that were kind of like announced and they never formally cancelled mm. and then eventually kind of came out in one form or another but that's I was quite surprised about Prey actually that was the one in Team Fortress 2 clearly I've been reading my MCV I love to go through the reviews that people write on Amazon Here we go. it's a punishment are your dad's any of them? <laughs> no his are good um, I love that people can leave reviews on Amazon saying that um, I like just things like bought as a gift don't know if it's any good five stars <laughs> Or, like, if you go on Amazon Prime to watch a movie and the star rating is based on, like, the DVD rating, so sometimes a film will get a, a one-star review because the DVD took a while to arrive, <laughs> but has no impact on the quality of the film. Yeah. But I do like to look through, of course, the video game reviews. Of course. Because uh, it's, because um, at least on Metacritic, people kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They go to Metacritic to write a review. Amazon's not like that. Yeah. Amazon's... You still get vitriol, but it's misdirected. So it's the Wild West. <laughs> it is. I love it. So, we've got five games, and mm. these are Amazon reviews, and you've got to guess what Which game you're talking okay. about. Cool. They're all quite recent games. I'd say games that came out in the last, like, s- ten years. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, in fact, I would say they all came out in the last, like, four or five months. Oh, right, that's me screwed. I think I quite, quite Okay, this is very disappointing. Don't believe the hype. You may as well yield a French stick. And there is no New Game Plus. Get Call of Duty. So... Talking about wielding a French stick, what what could that be a substitute for? What's shaped like a French I've got, stick? I've, I've, I think I know what it is. What is it? Is this Star Wars Jedi Fallen uh, Order? Yes, it is. Right, okay, right, okay. Well, I went, I did, what the French stick thing was like, right, lightsaber. But yeah. then when they threw Call of Duty into it, I was like, what? Is, what, I, what kind of comparison is that? that? It's weird. Yeah. Right. Um, right, this one's quite long. I'll just read a wee bit of it because right, okay. it's quite long. Two things this game doesn't lack is atmosphere and originality. However, I found the oppressive atmosphere and gunplay a bit of a grind after a few hours. Don't get me wrong, I fully support original ideas and strange stories, but I started to feel very claustrophobic being in this one giant government building all the time. Reading all the items you pick up begin to get a bit boring, as not much of it makes any sense. Also, the AI gets excessively tough very quickly, though I love a challenge, but after dying several times in a row at one section, I began to get frustrated. I'll just see. So this one does end by saying, even though I traded it in before finishing the last couple of chapters, I will buy this again once the price drops significantly (laughs) because it deserves to be in your collection despite the frustrations. So, government building. (sighs) 
Is gun, this, gunplay. Is this control? It is control. Right, okay, well yeah. done. Uh, That's an interesting example of when someone's like, the things I love are also the things I don't like uh, about yeah, it. Yeah. I love a challenge, but I don't like too much challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like the atmosphere, but not too much atmosphere. I like a challenge, but not when it challenges me. <laughs> yeah. And then I think you should definitely buy it, but when it's much, much cheaper because <laughs> yeah. it's worth being in your collection, but not my collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right. This is a good one. This, the, the, um, because you write like your review line mm. and this is do not buy not worth it <laughs> um, things bad about this game one graphics are awful seen better from games in 2004 taking models just over an hour to make them better yes the game maker for that lazy I think it's meant to be is that lazy because yeah. this that appears multiple times I know this is already mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but it's, it's worth it for the this is one of the ones that is kind of long right. but the punchline is very very good <laughs> okay. two Cut well more than half of the animals. So ignore them saying, gotta catch them all. Modders have added them all. And yes, the game makers are that lazy. No evil team, so all you can do is battle the gyms. Become an animal master. So they actually cut more content. Four. They've only added in around 90-ish new animals. And some of the designs are god-awful. Look at the fossil animals. Dynamax can only be used in gyms and online raids. And not all Dynamax animals change form more of the makers being lazy six you can't even fish wherever you want only in black spots in the water seven they cut out amazing features like mega evolution and ribbon contests making the game more plain and boring eight incredibly easy to complete because of experience share you only need to make one animal battle so no grinding so no need to grind making the game finish faster and more boring nine way 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 too much dialogue like we don't care we just want to catch and train animals <laughs> 10 the makers have <laughs> lied about remaking the models for the animals just an excuse so they can be lazy and not include all the animals okay so that was now that was under bad things yeah. good things about this game one the soundtrack is quite good <laughs> okay and that is the end it's Pokemon Pokemon yes. Sword and Shield Pokemon Sword and Shield yes a ten point list, but what they don't like, uh, feel like the music. It's one of the games where all the internet armchair yeah. critics all come out like, oh, I could do this better. And then it still becomes like the best selling Pokemon game. Yeah. See, I've been playing it and quite enjoying it, but that whole thing, they're like, oh, you don't have to spend ages grinding. I'm like, well... <laughs> Although the one thing I would say is it feels like my main Pokemon is like way stronger than every other Pokemon mm. in the game, but there we go. Um, next up, nearly said the name of the game. Uh, <clears throat> doesn't recognise the numbers half the time. You end up spending half the timed games retyping the same number until you inevitably give up and accept that your 4 looks like a 16. Don't waste your money on this game. Doesn't work. Oh. Get no idea. Brain training. Brain training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brain training on the Switch. Yeah. Which, yeah, it seems like the, the reaction to that has actually been kind of negative ah, so Because the DS one was great. Mm-hmm. Also turns out that you can't really play it properly on the Switch Lite. Which a lot of people saying it doesn't mention, but there's a lot of things you need to detach the controllers and do. Uh, right. So yeah, there's been a few people saying yeah, like see, it doesn't mention that. They think about this thing, the Switch Lite is a lot of problems with it. Really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just I, I think it's fascinating the way to this long to bring brain training out. It feels like that's that'd been a good early game, yeah. but it's also one of those ones that like the novelty. I think so many people had it on the the DS. That I do wonder if the novel you know, is completely The thing is, the DS you could pick up really cheap. The Switch is still 
it's quite high end machines. So. I, I don't see it anyway. Yeah, we we Aye. would genuinely sell like a DS for a hundred pounds plus a copy of Brain Training. Yeah, and that was usually about twelve ninety nine. It was very cheap. But even then, like, but Switch, no one's spending two hundred and eighty pounds on a Switch just to play Brain Training. Just play yeah. twenty four ninety nine Brain Training. So yeah, I think it would probably still sell to some folk, but it definitely doesn't seem like as big a deal. It was funny playing my three DS this week with mm, Mario. Not. Well, not I just like I do. I love the Switch, right? Yeah, but I do. The 3DS is like this perfect little toy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like the way it closes and yeah. you know protects itself, and it's quite dinky. Even mm. even the big one's quite easy to hold and everything. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I kind of miss the toy like. Is it an XL you've got? Or? It's the big one, yeah. yeah. It's a three, new 3DS XL. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Fire Emblem one, even though I don't play Fire Emblem. <laughs> it's still look nice, but yeah. Uh, last one. Yep. So let's see, so you've got four out of four so far. Yeah. Yep. Last one. That's the best I've ever done this. <clears throat> That's pretty good. Not the best game. Very slow and boring. Not as good as the Mario games, i.e. Super Mario Odyssey, which is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> if you've got many games, then buy it. If not, don't bother. <laughs> That's a weird... <laughs> so if you have many games, buy yeah. it. But if you've only so got what? Not games, as good as Mario? Not as good as Mario games. <laughs> Something recent? Mm-hmm. Very recent. I don't know. No idea. Who's not as good as Mario? Sonic. No. Who's not as good as Mario? Think. Who's not as good as Mario? Mario? Who's not as good as Mario? Everybody. Like, nobody's as good as Mario. <clears throat> no, but who specifically is not as Crash good as Mario? Crash Bandicoot. Who specifically Spyro. is not as good as Mario? I don't know. This is wild. Luigi! Yes! <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. Yes. Right, okay. You're not getting a point for that. Because <laughs> 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 Luigi's entire character is based around <laughs> right. being not as good right. as Mario. Okay, very good. Um... <laughs> I mean, all those characters, you're right, aren't as good as Mario, <laughs> but in their canons, there's no right. way that says, like... I was, I was typically thinking about, like, a platform game, because he's like, oh, yeah. Mario Odyssey. No, I can't yeah. wait to play, like, Allison, when we got Allison's um, Switch, we got Luigi's Mansion 3, I'm yeah. really looking forward to playing yeah, it. Yeah, she said it was good. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, but she just played 100 hours of Stardew Valley instead. Yeah. Uh, there we go, so 4 out of 5. Ah, that was good. So, on Amazon, a 4 out of 5 would probably still be Do Not Buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As I said, this week I've been playing a bit of WarioWare, getting back into the WarioWare games, because mm-hmm. you know I've got three on my 3DS. I've got the new one, mm-hmm. plus I've got the, the original one, and mm-hmm. I've got the DS one all installed on it. So, Lovely. Anyway, so we're going to play, as it canon, mm-hmm. WarioWare. Ah, Because cool. there's a lot of characters in mm-hmm. WarioWare, and a lot of... Did we do WarioWare? No. I think I've done Wario, but not WarioWare. Uh, I don't, well, maybe, I don't know. I think maybe WarioWare may have been slightly included as oh, the Wario it? one, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Okay, well, maybe hopefully right, we have been doing this for so long yeah. now, we've done about 80 of these. Right, okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Question one. Well, one. It's not with a question, it's a statement you've got to tell me. Camera <laughs> right, on, okay. okay. Statement one. Wario is responsible for 9 volts obsession with video games. Is it canon? Canon. Yes, because Wario gave a Game Boy Advance SP to 9 volts mum for her birthday. Oh, who's, who's 9 volts mum? Uh, 5 volt. 5 volt or something. So, was his dad 4 volt? I don't know. And five and four <laughs> equals nine. There's another kid called. There's another character called Eighteen Volt. Oh, yeah. But I don't know related. Anyway, hmm. uh, <laughs> Italy doesn't like the space bunnies. Is it canon? <laughs> My favorite. Who the space bunnies? No, because the way you said that was Italy doesn't like space bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> Just like going. Uh, yeah I'd say that's canon it's canon you mean real Italy real Italy okay you know why why because in every other language in Mm. every other translation space bunnies are some sort of variation of like astro bunny or astro or something like that 
But in Italy, they're called Strambo Special, which means space weirdo. (laughs) 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 Okay, next one. Nine Volt has a pet called Shag the Fronk. (laughs) Called what? Shag the Fronk. Shag the Fronk. Shag the Fronk. It is not canon. It's canon. Is it? Yeah. So you know the little yellow block guys in WarioWare? They're called Fronks, and Nine Volt's got a wee pet that talks... Mm-hmm. And he's a fronk, but he's called Shag, so it's Shag the Fronk. <laughs> so, can you? <laughs> right. Next one. Jimmy T, you know, the disco guy, mm-hmm. loves dancing more than his girlfriend, which is why she dumps him. Is it canon? It's not canon. You're right, false. She dumps him because she thinks that he loves dancing more than mm-hmm. he loves her. But actually, he bursts into tears afterwards because he actually has a condition where he has to dance when he hears music. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, every time they hear music, she'd, yeah. she'd dance. And she thought that he just loved dancing more mm. than her. Last one. Kat and Anna, mm-hmm. the two ninja girls, yeah. have some pets. I'm okay. going to name five pets. Right. You need to tell me which one is not canon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On you go. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Don the Sparrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I, mean, I don't know why. It's not even a stupid name. Okay, it's just a normal name. Right. So, Shadow the dog, mm-hmm. Shuriken the fo- Shuriken the falcon. <laughs> What's he inside doing? Is he throwing a Shuriken in that falcon? Falcon. Bobby the bear, <laughs> and then Chuck the monkey. Which one's not canon? <laughs> so, right. Don the Sparrow, Shadow the Dog, Shuriken the Falcon, <laughs> Bobby the Bear, or Nunchuck the Monkey. Which one is not canon? Right, so c- go through them just one more time. Okay, Don the Sparrow. So so that that's not really a, a, that's not a verb, right? Next. <laughs> right, Shadow the Dog. That can be a verb. Right, Shuriken the Falcon. Definitely a verb. Nunchuck the Monkey. Definitely something Bobby the Bear. Definitely. <laughs> Which one's not canon? <laughs> It's funny, just picked up your coffee cup and all this point at me is the word help. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Beatles help. mug, yeah. Um, that's actually genuinely quite tough. That's because I, I, I really tried hard there not to laugh at the one that I came up with. Yeah. It's not even that. It's just, anyway. Um, Nunchuck the monkey. You're wrong, it's Bobby the Bear. <laughs> it's Bobby the Bear. <laughs> I don't know why. I felt like I was going to laugh there, but anyway, yeah. Bob the Bear, so I can't do it. 3 out of 5, well done. Ah, not too bad. That wasn't too bad. Could have been worse. Right, now it's time for you guys to say your bits. Uh, and uh, this time we said, inspired by the release of extra content for Shenmue 3 and Kingdom Hearts 3 this week, tell us about your favourite slash least favourite video game expansions, DLCs or unlockable content and why. You yeah. know, do you want to do Facebook yeah, first? I'll start Facebook just before. So have you tried either of the? So you've tried the Shenmue? I've done them both now. I've not completed either. But mm. I've done a wee bit of both. So shame you have a glitch where it put your right. attack. This is extremely down. annoying, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was maxed out in the main game. Yeah. And I think it's something to do with the fact that when you're playing the battle rally, it resets your level down to because you level up as you do the battle rally, right? right? And then I loaded up my main save again, mm. and my attack had gone down to level one, mm. and there's no way to fix it, right? Other so, people have fixed it, right? Yeah. But this is other people weren't at max level. Right. So, but, but can it go back up or is that, does it stick at one forever? It's stuck at one and I can't even level up at all. Like, not even one bit. So does that mean it would take so you ages even... to beat anyone in a fight? Yeah. Uh, but, 
uh, one of the devs has actually told me that they're, they're looking at a fix right now. So. One of the devs has told? Yeah, on the Shenmue forums. So, oh, yeah. that's so funny. I know. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so, wait, yeah. so you've done all this fighting and now Rio's got back and he's like, he can't. He's like yeah. so weak. His endurance is fine. Like his health is great. <laughs> so people can punch him and punch yeah, him and punch yeah, him. Yeah. And just <laughs> he can't fight back. He's like, Amazing. Yeah. He's like, Homer, like I was going to say like Homer. Homer in the box in the episode. Anyway, so, uh, right, okay. So Ross Faulkner says, best has to go to Blood and Wine for Witcher 3. You're a fan of that, aren't you? Mm, I am indeed. Very reasonably priced for the amount of content you got and could have been a wee game in its own right. Worst is probably still that bloody horse armour and Oblivion. <laughs> so that, that was the first, that yeah, was no, the first that big... Was big, big. Controversy, wasn't uh, it? Uh, DLC controversy. Yeah. Three quid for a pishy set of armour that didn't even look that nice. Not a big deal in the scheme of things now as far as piecemeal DLC is concerned, but back in like 2005, 2006, it was unprecedented and an absolute rip-off. Yeah. Now the thing is, alternate costumes cost you money. Just feels like that's... like If you buy any form of Japanese video game, yeah. that's what you're getting. Any fine game. It's pretty bad for that. Oh, Jesus, I it's, yeah. it's funny when you... like. I mean, we'll talk about it in our least favourite things, yeah. but either way, fighting games are released now is yeah. wild. Um, Lee Sparks. The the three additional Shovel Knight campaigns are easily up there as my favourites. If you enjoyed the base game, each DLC contains an even bigger campaign and they all offer something new in terms of how they play. It's like you guys are just stealing on my I, I was just going to say, I don't believe these people. I think it's, it's just all me. It's, all my, it's on my Papa account. Spectre Knight blew me away and King Knight, which released last year, was a challenging treat. Even included a surprisingly competent card game, which is optional if that's not your thing. Worst would be the Sonic 06 DLC. Not only was <laughs> most of it already on the disc, it was also utter wank, just like the base game. Yes. Why would anyone want to buy it? What was the Sonic 6 DLC? It was like hard mode or oh, something no. like that. Um, but what was funny was that the, uh, genuinely some mm. Sonic diehard fans were like, uh, it fixes the glitches as well. If you, th- you need to buy it and it fixes the glitches. And it did not. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I just know it doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. Aye, very good. Um, Alan J as much as I despise the idea of epilogue DLC Dragon Age Inquisition's Trespasser DLC was mind blowing so many big questions answered bigger questions asked gorgeous environments epic battles new mechanics and some really big choices it's got a wee bit of you McGregor it's a, it was a wee bit and it's a shame that the sequel it sets up will apparently be out seven years after the main game I think another big reason was it trimmed all the fetch quest bullshit filler from the main game so the pacing was great I wish you could keep that up for a full game I actually quite enjoyed Dragon Quest Inquisition Dragon up to Quest a, Dragon Age oh fuck me yeah Dragon Age Inquisition uh, up to a point and I, I must have played it for a good 40 hours and I was speaking to Andy who's a big Dragon yeah. Age fan and I was like right I must be near the end he was like oh you're maybe about approaching halfway and I was like fuck that <laughs> stop playing it just immediately was like alright I've lost interest so shame because I was quite enjoying it but I just sometimes when you're like right I feel like I've climbed this mountain already I don't want to yeah. then find that I've climbed the mountain to discover the real mountains behind this mountain yeah does that make sense? Um, Craig McCann, I was going to say Blood and Wine from The Witcher, but since that's been said, he's going to go with unlocking Fat Nathan Drake in Uncharted. <laughs> um, which apparently, I think it was removed from Uncharted 4, or it wasn't available in Uncharted 4. Right. Fat Drake. Well, I was going to say they wouldn't do that nowadays. So. No, probably not. Uh, Simon Devin Hotchfield, uh, Krieg, or Craig, Krieg, for Borderlands, gave me so much violent joy that I worry I might need therapy. I'm assuming that's an extra character. Uh, it must be. Uh, Mark McCormick, Storm Island on Forza Horizon was incredible, well worth the money. It gave the impression of a new Sega rally. You've said Oof. that, and I've just seen a wee strain in Joe's jeans, Oof. which is high praise. <laughs> All right, the strain's <laughs> going back down again. <laughs> uh, which is high praise indeed. Harrison Hunt says, easily, point lookout for Fallout 3. It was creepy, weird, and the new weapons were awesome. I also liked the Mars expansion for Grand Theft Spaceman 3, and 
enough of that. I know. That's enough of that. We don't get it. No, <laughs> we're no internet enough yeah, to get that, it. Yeah. We'll never get it. Yeah, we'll never Every time I Google it, it, it yeah. leads to no, nothing. <laughs> And uh, last Lies one on Facebook, uh, Brian McPhail says the original outfit DLC for Resident Evil Two Remake was pure jobbies. All oh, right, is that the blocky? Yeah, oh, okay. I actually thought that was kind of fun. Know. But then I'm someone who did play through Metal Gear Solid Four with the, the, the classic snake, classic yeah. snake face. Wait, I, I, because you can't play as classic snake body in that, can you? Mm-hmm. You, you, you? You definitely get the face, but you play no, I, I no, it's Metal Gear. It's for, uh, Ground Zeroes. You can unlock the classic snake. Yeah. Yeah, because you play that level where you mm. play as... Wait there, yeah, you don't have... Wait there. Can you do it in Metal Gear Solid 4? No. No. You can no, it wasn't Ground Zeroes, yeah. It's yeah. just that. It's just the flash yeah. of the face you get. That's yeah. right. Right. Mm-hmm. Twitter. Yes. Okay, first up. 87th, Ross Webster, who has been doing his Game of the Year stuff on his blog mm-hmm. the past few weeks, and it's all pretty good. Shemmy 3 is quite high, so I approve. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, Octo Expansion's final hours felt like the culmination of everything I loved in games over the past 15 years, finally coming together for a purpose. A bright, bold, stupid feature for Nintendo's new generation. I haven't even touched the DLC. I know, it feels like that was... I, 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 I felt, I felt it's amazing, so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, almost uh, Ben uh, who actually just found remember he gave us those um, the, the Kirby stuff when he came, oh when he yeah, saw, uh, yeah mm. so I've got a wee Kirby dish that he and I, I, yeah. I used it to put my loose change in <laughs> so, but uh, Jamie was like who's that and I was like that's Kirby anyway uh, so he says there was a DLC pack for Sleeping Dogs that introduced oh god Jiangxi aka Hopping Vampires into the game it played out like a it was all a nightmare scenario but there was a lot of fun to be had exploring and battling through familiar city while punching zombies a bit like Yakuza Dead Souls eh oh he's preempted that with hashtag Dead Souls <laughs> <laughs> my least favourite unlockable is the nunchucks in Bayonetta 1 it basically takes about 30 hours of repeating the first mission to get them actually nunchucks have got a thing like mm. so Remember Castlevania and Dawn of Sorrow, the first one for the DS? Yeah. The, the last weapon you're unlocking, that's nunchucks, the hardest weapon to unlock, and it took me forever to unlock them, and they're rubbish. Is this not worth the effort? I, I, feel like I, I feel like I did unlock the nunchucks in Bayonetta. You have to, you have to well, in Bayonetta, I've never, I never did them in Bayonetta. Or, an, yeah. Unless maybe they're easier to get yeah. in Bayonetta too, because I definitely feel like I've played a Bayonetta mm. game with them. Uh, Gavin Logan says, Mooncrash DLC for Prey, a whole separate game with innovative gameplay, or innovative gameplay mm-hmm. I could talk about for hours it almost teaches you how to speedrun games and it was free zero I actually pounds. really like the more people talk about the latest Prey I actually because I, th- I think is it's it like connected to the old Prey? like is it a remake I don't think so uh, I, I mean I, I actually don't that. know but the more people talk about it the more I'm like it's like four pounds now and I'm yeah. like I might just pick it up and give it a try uh, we've got two tweets from Barry one mm. one is just Torna yep that's Xenoblade 2 another one's just Mario Kart 8 now, I'm assuming mm. what he means is the DLC for Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Mario Kart 8 itself isn't like a downloadable thing. Anyway, uh, Jim the Schoolgirl. Uh, Artorius of the Abyss brilliantly explores and exposes his own myths, plus it gives you the ability to say hello in a funny voice. I don't know where that is from. Uh, it's for one of the Dark Souls games. Ah, okay. Octo Expansion is a classic Nintendo parade of great ideas set to banging music. That's actually probably the main reason I would download it, because the soundtrack in Splatoon is so good. Mm. And then he also says Torna as well. Uh, Ross Manthorpe says... Oh god, he's, a, he's got a few here. Jetstream Sam utterly slaps. Is Jetstream Stream Slam Sam? Who is that? Is that not the baddie from Thingy? Metal uh, uh, Gear Rising Revengeance? Yeah. Wasn't that DLC? Oh, of course, go, yeah, yeah. yeah, DLC. I've only played through that once. I forgot that was a thing. They were really um, good. Yeah, Shovel Knight delivered over and over. Big oh, gate. Oh, I was about to say, I wonder if we're going to get that, but then I, I just remembered we're getting Vanquish and Bayonet and we're not getting Rising. No. For a golden minute. Rising would like, be good. Oh, come That's the one that happen, needs to get. Has to 
Uh, big games like Arkham Knight and Spider-Man had lackluster drops, and then somebody else would reply saying that Spider-Man stuff sucked, really dropped the ball. Is that true enough? Did you? I didn't bother with it. Like yeah. I, I, I did everything you could in like the main Spider-Man mm. thing, um, but I just the expansion didn't didn't, didn't capture me. Right, here's something I can't see the Twitter name, but the name right now is Millport doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and, and I'm gonna have to disagree here. He says least favorite all the DLC for Final Fantasy 15 because it felt artificially removed from the main game. Uh, you're right you're true to an extent but mm. I loved it all to be honest I think so. I think you're always going to have problems when your DLC slots into the main, the main game because it's either what, I, I think this is probably a, a bigger thing for how things mm. people feel about how things are done either people are unhappy with epilogue DLC because they feel like mm. what oh, stuff cut from the main game mm. and it's the same thing for stuff that slots into the middle Yeah. so it's almost like folk that make expansions can he win <laughs> but yeah. I liked them because they they had different combat styles. Mm-hmm. They had their own stories, and then those combat styles ended up being brought back into the main game. Yeah, so you can switch characters now. It 15, means like cool. for like fifteen, you can then go back and play it all integrated, can't you? No, you can't. Oh, see, that would be good. Well, I think it wouldn't though because it, they, they they run concurrently along with. So if you imagine you played that, mm-hmm. you spoil a bit in the main story. And then you go back to yeah, but maybe it would allow you to do that like on yeah. like a, a new game because that's the nice thing about the <clears throat> the way the expansions work in The Witcher is mm. after you've played them or even at the time you can just slot them into the main game. Mm. So then rather than it be like epilogue stuff, you can just wait until you're the right yeah. level and just do it. I think Breath of the Wild did it perfectly, where mm. it, it's just there you can just find it. Yeah, it's just yeah. extra stuff. Yeah. yeah. Favorite Dark Souls or Tori's of the Abyss? I've, I've, still, I've never played it. Sorry. <laughs> Jack McGregor, the episodes from Liberty City for GTA 4 are probably the best DLC ever because it was added so it added so much to the story, plus it was interwoven with the main game. My least favourite is the level up packs in Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Level up packs in general are a bit of a shitty practice, aren't they? Mm. Like when you pay money to level up the yeah. main game. Uh, Jimmy at 10.30, who I work with, mm. uh, says Sonic and Knuckles was innovative. I can't think of any other game which also expands multiple additional games. Because you can mm. take Knuckles and put them into Sonic 2. Are you trying to explain what? Sonic and Knuckles to Well, me? I never knew that. You've never had it, so I never really... I really fucking had it. <laughs> I mean, you never had a Mega Drive. I borrowed it off my uncle. Did you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you uncle. want to say it? You want to say it? No, my, my, uncle, my uncle George had one. Because I used to play... Yeah. What was that game where you went in a tank helicopter? Desert. A Desert Strike? Or yeah. a Jungle Strike? There's two of them. The, There's Nuclear Strike. Whatever one like, you so. could shoot urban the White strike. House at at the beginning. Uh, or, or, or urban Strike, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I have just talked about that. Mm-hmm. I could shoot the White House. Uh, oh god there's loads more I'm just going to cycle through because we've had a few there's lots of blood and wines lots of mass effects there's lots of blood and wine I know uh, okay here's the last one <laughs> okay uh, Red Dead Undead Nightmare pays off on plot threads in the main game has moments of genuine heart tragedy plus Sasquatch <laughs> <laughs> so there we go so that's all that so what were you Scott favourite so, DLC obviously the Witcher 3 ones Witcher 3. Uh, Shovel Knight mm. um, the ones that I was surprised that no one mentioned were like because I think it's a, a series that's kind of fallen a wee bit to the side. Um, the Mass Effect games had a ton yeah, yeah, of yeah. really fun DLC. Like, mm. even the first game. Yeah. Um, like, the ones that came to mind. But a lot of the ones around, like, the second game, like, Later of the Shadow Broker, which, like, kind of expanded on bits of the story that yeah. kind of the game hinted at. And even had characters that aren't present in the kind of main game. Again, mm. you feel like you could turn around and say, well, could have been in the main game. But yeah. I, I think sometimes, like... That, that type of DLC or expansion are probably filling in the things that they didn't have time to do in order or like they had ideas on a wall and they're like right this would be great but yeah. we need to focus on the core game yeah. this would be great however 
cutting it out doesn't affect the story. It's like when you read about movies and stuff like that. Mm. Um, who was the character? It was like, I was reading an interview with Toby Jones. Mm. And he was talking about, he played Julia Roberts' stalker in, uh, is it Notting Hill? What's the, what's the film with Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant? Yeah, no, not no. in hell. Yeah. But he's completely cut from the film. He's not in it all at right, all. Okay. But he was like, yeah, we thought it was going to be a big thing, filmed loads of scenes, yeah, but he cut completely the, right. cut. And that's kind of what I think some of the expansions aren't, if you know what I mean. It's not yeah. like they made it and then thought, right, let's cut this and put it to one side. Yeah. It's more like they've had a big ideas chart and they're like, right, this is stuff we'd love to do, however, mm. to get this game out, kind of going back to Tom, a wee bit yeah. of to get this out on time, it's not necessary. And that's what I think yeah. like some of the good stuff is. It's like it's more like it's the ideas they didn't have time to do. Yeah. Because I don't think there's many games... I, I, I mean, I would like to think there's no one who's actually, oh yeah, we've made it, we've just cut it out and we're going to sell it for 20 quid yeah. I think, a year down the line. Yeah. I don't think... I think if these things come out day one, then yeah. you're like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit iffy. But... Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. I think yeah. if something's available day one, then honestly, I think it should be on the disc yeah. and available. But, yeah. But, but um, then some games, you see like, there's that whole thing where a game goes, in fact, comes gold. Where it's locked in uh, yeah. a good wee while before the game is actually physically uh, not, available uh, retail. Yeah, no, no, I can but, I can understand like extra yeah. costumes and shit like that in day one, but like a whole extra chapter in day one, that's like oh, it's a bit fishy. Mm, but mm, okay. with the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fifteen ones, mm-hmm. they came out over the course of like over a year after yeah. the main game, so they were obviously developing it like way After, after, going, the, yeah. after yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite. That along with Breath of the Wild are my two favorite examples yeah. of downloadable content in a mm-hmm. game because I feel like they added so much extra to the game. They didn't really need it anyway. Yeah, like because those games are huge anyway. But mm-hmm. they just they, I don't know. It's just a richer experience because of it. Yeah, like that last dungeon in Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. where you get the bike afterwards. Yeah, with the boss as well when you fight. Uh, well, won't spoil it, but uh, it's. Just great. Love yeah. that whole, 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 whole... And then obviously they get the Master Sword yeah. as well. So. It's also, I mean, it's such a wide thing. I mean, you could yeah. talk about all the stuff they added to games like No Man's Sky in terms of, like, changing I so much. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Like, I was talking to Barry about this, like, because mm-hmm. there's a VR update for it, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sounds quite cool being able to play No Man's Sky in VR. But then I was remembering, like, that time I played it at yours, and I was like, this is not a fun game at all. And so I messaged Barry saying, oh, you tempted by... Because he's got a PSVR yeah. as well. And he's like, no man, it's the same game. It's still, you know, like doesn't matter how much they <laughs> I mean, it's the, still the, the core, same. The core is the same. Yeah. Right? But I would say definitely in terms of what they've done, it's very impressive when you look at how yeah. they've supported yeah. it. Um, also, I mean, would you count all, all the Sims stuff as like Oof, expansions? Because like, no one brought extra, it up, but it was like, yeah, that's a whole that's extra thing. A whole, remember, I mean, right, I remember working at Game Center, there was folk mm-hmm. who would religiously buy every expansion as soon as it came oh, out. Yeah. And then when the next Sims game in, came, came out, they would mm-hmm. trade in the Sims and all their expansions for the next, yeah. you know, like it's mental it's a series built on yeah. expansion but it also kind of makes sense because that's the kind of game where you know they would develop new assets for it yeah. afterwards they would get ideas for like, oh maybe mm-hmm. we should design a fireplace like this or some clothes like this or, or a new set of rules yeah. and stuff like that where like right because I think the newest that, one is like day, small places yeah. you can build and stuff it's like, like back that. in the days when you didn't use internet to buy these things you had to get them on a disc you know mm-hmm. so. yeah right. but I mean there's so much yeah. but it's funny with like in terms of least favourite um <sighs> I would say honestly, I think the way that games like some fighting games have worked right. in more recent years, Aye. I think I understand it. But like for things like, for example, when you buy Dead or Alive, yeah, and it shows you all the stuff you, yeah. don't, you can't you get unless you buy. Like Aye, for example, Smash Brothers doesn't do that. It doesn't show you like here's the fighters. Yeah, no, I do it for play, it though. When you get it, um, I, I feel annoyed that I've not bought the first fighter pass now because now the second one's up and it's. I'm about 
45 quid I'm going to have first to one's great apart from I'm a bit disappointed by that last <laughs> by Lith <laughs> like, uh, but the rest of the characters are all great and the thing is I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad choice cause I think it could be quite good fun ah, it's but like, it's a very Nintendo choice yeah. see when your game has like seven uh, mean, it's, it's, Fire Emblem characters it, already it's Fire Emblem now as represented as Mario and I was actually trying to think just who's, who's got the most Aye. which series has the most yeah. characters in it and I was yeah. like Fire Emblem must be at least second I know, I know. anyway um, but I feel like yeah modern fighting games like even Tekken was it Tekken, Tekken 7, 7 yeah. was up for like something like 7 quid on PS, PSN and I was like oh fuck I'll buy that and then I was like oh, it's only got about well, no, it's still got so, most of the characters. It's still got in it, quite a few in it, but it doesn't but, have Noctis in it, which exactly. is the main thing. Oh, I've gotten. But I, it's, sometimes I feel like that's a wee bit disappointing. Yeah. Although I was really impressed with the way that the last Street Fighter did its thing, where it was kind of like, right, we're not going to go through releasing loads of different, like, like, uh, editions. Like, aye, edition like, I would, yeah. except apparently they are doing one. It's a kind of weird thing where I like the idea of being able to like pick up and buy a character if I wanted it, but sometimes you look at the base pack and you think there's not much in it for me if I yeah. just wanted to play it on its own. Yeah, but each their own. Nah, fighting games have gotten a bit messy with that. I know folks stick up for it, especially mm. fighting game fans because they feel like they had to have all yeah. or die. But I just like the idea that when you buy a game, you're buying something complete. Is it for Tekken 7 you have to pay now for is it like frame data or something like that? <laughs> I, Which obviously I, I, though, no. I, I, there's a part of me that kind of understands that because that's really for the folk who are playing more competitively and actually what. Yeah. So, but you would expect that to be in the, I don't know. I don't know. Virtual but that's the thing is, as I'm not a big yeah. fan, then I'm like, well, it does make sense to me, but then because yeah. I don't do that. We're getting into a mess. Anyway, we're getting, we're getting caught up in the, <clears throat> yeah. the depths. But, um, that, that's our thoughts on the matter. Aye. The right. fundamental rule should be only buy it if you think you're going to enjoy it. I know. Yeah. There you go. Right. You, if you if you enjoy horse armor, go and buy that. <laughs> if horse you like armor. horses <laughs> and you like armor, <laughs> you're gonna love horse, horse armor. <laughs> um, so there we go. That was yeah. episode eighty-eight of the Bit Socket Podcast. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. Remember, of course, you can. Uh, do we even ask people to rate and review? You can if you want. You can if you want. You More importantly, what? go to yeah. Patreon, send us yeah. your money. Apparently, <laughs> rate, apparently, rating and reviewing on iTunes does fuck all. So, but you do it if you want. Like, you know what? You know what? Do I'm it if ha- you want to. I'm happy if you don't are. do it, it's cool. I'm, I'm happy. Um, exactly. We've got a Patreon if you want to listen to all our bonus podcasts. We've got a load of bonus shit up on yeah, there, and yeah. obviously another one this month as well, along mm. with slightly a few longer versions of our videos. Not many, but a few. Um, aye, I've not really been doing that much but it doesn't really add much value but <laughs> shut up it loads of value um, and obviously bonus podcasts and yeah. um, there's Joe's Nudes <laughs> oh sorry that. I put them up <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what later um, and just remember no matter what keep, keep it socking, socking.